0: Good morning, I'm Melvin Bragg, and welcome to Start the Week. My guests this week are Basil Brush, Samantha Fox, and Pat Sharp. And this week we're going to see who can blow the biggest bogey bubble. But first, over to Harry Hill and his fruit corner.
1: I've never met a girl like you before. And now I hear you knocking on me door. Twice on the (laughs) pipe. If the answer is no. Oh, my darling. Welcome to my world. Well, my little dog, Buster, named after the Phil Collins character in the film Buster, he, yes, he's got paralysed back legs. Yes. Yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Paralysed back legs. But don't cry for little Buster, for we built him a little car, a little cart for the back legs, so he can, he can scoot around, just like any other dog. But what happened was, one night, one night, one night, he moved on up, Moving on up. He comes, he comes running out of the house and he sees a cat, right? He runs after the cat. The cat disappears around the corner. Hmm. Buster comes flying around the corner. Suddenly he's upon the cat. Hmm. He swerves to miss the cat, wings the cat, hits some black ice, rolls the cart, right? <laughs> so I run over to him. He's lying on his back like that, little wheels spinning in the air. <laughs> and bless him, all he could say over and over again, is the cat all right? Is the cat all right now? Now, technically, in my view, it was the cat's fault. (laughs) Buster said he wouldn't make a claim. But the saddest thing of all is I didn't mention it and Buster never brought it up. but I know for a fact Buster had been drinking that night. (laughs) Do you like
0: badgers? Why not dress up as a badger and live in a hole for a week? You'll soon find out the pros and cons of being a badger, and then perhaps you'll be able to make an informed decision on carrying on with this badger thing. (laughs) There's no need for anyone to know about it.
1: Just tell your wife you're having to stay late at the office. (laughs) Tony just loves singing along with records, though, eh? pleasure of singing along for another's vocal recording. Have pity on the almond. Too broad and flat to be a peanut. Too small to be a Brazil. The almond. Well, I bought a lovely record this week. Tom Baker sings
2: Meatloaf. Like a bat out of hell, I'll be gone when the morning comes. And when
0: the night is over, like a bat out of hell, I'll be
1: Gone, gone, gone. Yes. Very strong album. Very, very strong. Well, this week we've got the Calypso Gardeners in.
0: We go around the lawn with an edging tool. Dumb all the weeds
3: into next
1: door's garden. Ah, lovely, <laughs> lovely West Country Calypso Gardeners there. With careful use of a shoehorn, you can wear your nephew's shoes. <laughs> Enough to be a cashew. <laughs> the almonds. Well, what a show we got for you tonight! With the help of Big Brother Alan, 82-year-old Monkey Queen Nana Hill, <laughs> and the tiny imp, half boy, half robin, who, due to an unorthodox use of a staple gun, sadly only able to communicate by tapping. <laughs> <laughs> Little goose, tip, tip, tip. That's one tap for yes. Tip, tip, tip Two tap for no Tip,
4: tip, tip
1: And a little Barry White As if to say Baby, I love you (laughs) Oh, I'm fed up with him, Alan I really am Do you think it would be possible to get rid of him? Well, what? Permanent like? Ideally, yes I'm sick of that tiny rounded face Looking up at me Hoping for tidbits Well, (laughs) why not put adopted son pellets down? Adopted some pellets. Qu'est-ce
3: Well, they're poison slug-style pellets that you put down around things that adopted people like. You know, like birth certificates. And they eat the, they eat the pellets and go into a deep sleep. At that point, you wrap them up in newspaper, rubber band over the
1: top, cut two holes for the eyes, first-class stamp, and post them out of your life forever. I see, right. Well, put pellets down and... and right, let's put pellets down and we'll wait and see. There we are. Pellets. <laughs> you know all pellets should really come
0: through me, Harry. It's
1: Finsbury Park!
0: Here, Harry, uh, we've been developing a new Charles Asnavore pellet. We're all on them down here. Listen.
5: Is a the beast.
0: They're great. All pellets must go through my lab. Otherwise, if people are handing out pellets willy-nilly, we've no way of controlling it. Fair
1: enough, Finsbury. But no need to get heavy about it. I'm
0: not getting heavy. I just think that if we're going to control the pellet thing... I need to have all the pellets coming
1: through the lab. Yeah, all right, Finsbury, you don't need to go on about it. You know, and get so heavy, man, you know, be cool. I'm not getting heavy. Be cool, man, be cool. I'm not getting be he- heavy. Call cool it, man, you're getting all heavy on us here.
0: I want all the pellets. I want all the pellets. Sorry,
1: Finsbury, I'm winding you up. We just had a bet that me and Alan that I couldn't get you to shout, I want all the pellets, I want all the pellets. <laughs> Ooh, there was a fiver on it, sorry. I want all the pellets.
3: <laughs> Hello? I'm Cheryl Baker. <laughs> Congratulations! You've just broken the world pellet mentioning record! <laughs> 20 uses of the word pellet in 10 minutes! Congratulations! Or, as I used to say, there finally comes a time for making your mind up!
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, That's awfully kind, Cheryl. I don't know what to say with
3: Hello? Shel Baker? Oh, really? 23 uses. Right, I'll tell them. I'm sorry, fellas. I'm going to have to take that off you. Oh. Yeah, it's Shell Baker still. Now, listen. Oh. That was gardener's question time. They've just had a problem about slugs. One of the panel had a stutter. And as a result, the word pellet got used 23 times. And so sorry and all that. You biker breaker! Or as I used to say, in the land of mate! <laughs> well we'll soon see about that. We'll
1: soon sort them out. Pellet, 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 pellet,
3: pellet! Oh well, in that case, you've got the record bank!
1: Pellet 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 Right in that case pellet 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 belly pellet pellet belly pellet belly pellet pellet belly 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 don't know who you are,
5: but
2: you're
5: a real dead ring of... Oh, yes. A real dead ring
1: of... <laughs> right, Finsbury, how much do I owe you for the pellets? It's a 48 chop job. Will you the pork, or will you the lamb?
0: <laughs> well, uh, you only fit it once, so fit the best. Pork. Here. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: One or, two people, one or two people disappointed by that, but you can't really influence him. He's got his own decisions to make, and he, he comes to those himself. Apologies to all those people who voted lamb. Not wrinkled enough to be a walnut. Me, oh, See, I like gardening, so the ideal woman for me shares my interest in gardening, but also has a foot in the shape of a trowel. Dig, baby, dig, go on now.
3: Daddy love me. Why he buy me no present? Ah, the little orphan boy. I do miss my daddy. Poor little orphan boy, all alone in the world. All the other children have daddies. Why don't I? It's
1: heartrending.
3: Why, why, Daddy, he miss my birthday?
1: Well, little orphan boy, your your daddy is a long way away on a a journey.
3: (laughs) Why he? Posty letter. Well, where
1: he's gone, there are no post boxes.
3: All the other little boys have presents from their daddies, but a little orphan boy no presents on birthday.
1: Listen, little orphan boy, here's a present from me. How about that?
3: Five pounds.
1: Five pounds?
3: Five quid? What do you get for £5 these days, you, you toilet? Well, I figured a dosh, you must be earning! You
1: tight-fisted slag, you! All right, stop it! Stop it yourself! Oh. I don't know, you try and help someone, don't you? You get the whole lot thrown back in your face. Harry? Yes, Martin? What's a fiver? Shut up! Shut up, you big, fat, acting ponce! Don't
6: you take out your problems on Martin! Just because you've had a run-in with a little orphan boy,
3: it's the legendary Bert Quark. Yay!
0: Bert, I'm stunned. After all our differences, for you to defend me like that, I'm, I'm touched.
6: I just wanted to have a go at Harry here. You're nothing special, you big, fat, acting ponce.
1: <laughs> Since the dawn of time, man has been fascinated by eggs. Indeed, some people even eat them. No, it can't be, it can't be true. Yes, apparently they do. They eat eggs. Dirty idea when you think of where they come from. <laughs> <laughs> so it was with considerable excitement that we took on our own egg eater, chicken catcher, Bert here, who promised to attract a chicken and to split the eggs with us 50-50, the whites to me, the yolks to him, and that little purple fleck to the poor little orphan boy. <laughs> So Bert, any sign of that chicken? Of course not. You need
6: time for something like this. Even the hit TV show, Tenko, wasn't an overnight success, you know. No. Yes, even something as strong as Tenko took time to capture the public's imagination. Uh, Now, we started off touring small clubs and pubs. (laughs) Then we got a contract. Play the legendary Star Club in Hamburg's notorious Reaper Band. When we came back and played the Cavern Club, we were the toast of Liverpool. Brian Epstein signed us to his own no, label.
1: No, no, Bert, that, that's the Beatles, Bert.
6: <laughs> yeah. What did I say? Tenko. I've done it again, Dad, haven't I?
5: I'll
6: tell you what, though, Harry. I'm big in Japan! All right, I'm big in Japan! All right, I'm big in Japan! It's not your usual song, Bert. Uh, no, Harry. Someone put song pellets down, which has left my usual chicken song on a ventilator in intensive care. Song hospital? Yes, the hospital for sick songs. And what songs is your song sharing a ward with? In the bed next to my song, is Macarina by Los Del Rio. In the bed next to him, sleeps the entire Enya back catalogue.
1: See, yes, the, uh, the chances of that song pulling through must be... Uh, they're weaning it off the ventilator shortly. So, my Tenko, what have you been doing to attract a chicken this week to provide the lucrative egg supper? Harry, I've been
6: experimenting with the laxative of life. That's
1: elixir, Burn. That's his elixir. Uh,
6: <laughs> the elixir of life. Sorry, just as the late John Selwyn Gummer experimented on his children with beef, I have experimented on bringing back to life an oven-ready chicken. And what do you use in your elixir, Bert? You rub the oven-ready chicken with a special mixture of ancient herbs and spices, stuff a lemon up its jacksey and cook for 20 minutes per pound. It's delicious. Hey, little hen, when, when, when will you lay me an egg for my tea? Little hen, oh when, when, when will you try to supply one for me?
1: So nice to see his songs recovered, but that, that poor Enya song. Shame, well, Shall we turn off the ventilator on your song? Yeah! Press yeah! Press your buzzers now. Well, 30% say don't, 70% say do. Remember that sometimes turning off the ventilator on a song can give it new life. Turn it off! <laughs>
0: Crocodile shoes, crocodile shoes Martin,
1: what the hell do you
0: think you're doing?
1: No one's joining in, are they? Well, Harry, I'm feeling a bit
0: neglected. You seem to be giving all your attention to Bert and the little orphan boy.
1: I'm sorry, Martin. I, I should try to be more interested in my staff. I, I know you've had problems in the past. How is the onion detox going? They put me on a
0: reducing dose of radishes. I still get the tangy flavour, but you don't get the rush that you'd associate with an onion. (laughs) It's not easy, Harry. Some days I think, unless I have onions
1: with my sausage, I'm going to do something crazy. How on earth did you get into onions in the first place? I mean, we all like an onion, Martin. Well, Harry, my mother always had an onion in the house.
0: I can remember as a kid, if I was crying, my mum would stick not a dummy in my mouth, but the tip of a lovely, juicy onion. (laughs) She didn't breastfeed me, no. Protruding from her nursing brassiere, Not teats, but the twin peaks of two
1: massive French onions. (laughs) We don't need to know the fine details. (laughs) I'd recognise that sound anywhere. It's mascot to International World of Leather, Nana
2: Hill. The only man to ever reach me was the son of a preacher man. And his name? Ian Paisley Jr. <laughs> What's that hump? That's not a hump. That's a hormone replacement pellet. All pellets should come Shut up about your potty pellet. <laughs> it. It's a hormone replacement pellet inserted under the skin. It releases a steady flow of Tom Jones. <laughs> Listen.
1: Surely you shouldn't be on Tom Jones pellets at your age. When well,
2: I tried a jim a pellet. <laughs> but it wasn't strong enough. I balanced the Tom Jones by having a John Inman pellet on one thigh and a Dale Winton pellet on the other.
1: Now then, Nan... 82 years... All
2: my friends are dead, (laughs) losers.
1: (laughs) 82 years, knick-knack knocking on heaven's door. Nana Hill, what have been your magic
2: moments? I've carried out many of the chores of life. I've been on many of life's missions. But I should never have listened to Trevor MacDonald and gone shopping with Peter Sissons. (laughs) We went into Burton's to buy him a belt, which in hindsight was rather rash. For as I looked down, his trousers fell down. How's that for a special news flash? (laughs) Down the hill there!
0: Do you have nightmares? Sinister dreams that you can't explain? i had one where i was running across london bridge in just my vest but the vest is too small and keeps riding up and the london marathon is on and all the spectators are staring and pointing at my bare bottom cheese can cause them apparently ah very well done to you and i will do anything for love but i
1: won't do that (laughs) you know that (laughs) Its shell too easily shed for it to be considered for the role of pistachio. (laughs) The almond. And the other foot, in the shape of a fork. (laughs) Go on, baby.
0: (laughs) Dig. Dig. We stick fork through electric cable. One One person person killed and we sue you for negligence.
1: (laughs) And that's the sound that tells me it's time for our special celebrity guest,
6: Bert. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to believe this. It's
5: Lynn Perry! <laughs>
4: Lynn, welcome. You do. Come here.
1: don't oh, get her off me! <laughs> She does have a powerful kiss, Alan. (laughs) Now, Lynn, you're probably best known for your horse riding skills. (laughs) Tell us about the transition between canter to trot.
4: Well, the back muscles are uh, braced slightly, the seat pushed to the front, the legs remain very close to the horse's side, the hands resist the movement, and the horse decreases pace in a balanced manner with his hocks underneath him.
5: Uh Uh-huh,
4: yeah. Five minutes' work on the (laughs) lunge twice a week will benefit your trot to canter beyond belief.
1: But um, you were also Ivy Tilsey in Coronation Street.
4: (laughs) Who was I?
1: Glad that you left the street, Lynn.
4: Well, Harry, as we say in Manchester, don't look back in anger.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you worked in Mike Baldwin's jeans factory.
4: Oh, God, that soft southern bastard.
1: <laughs> okay, now, I was wondering, could you get us a pair, hmm? <laughs> hey? Get us all a pair of Baldwin jeans. You know, the designer label, Baldwins, hmm? fashion start-up in Manchester, don't they? Flares, those gogool things with the hoods, handguns. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Ivy, Lynn, sorry, you, you must... (laughs) Easy to do. Ivy, Lynn, two of them working as a team, highly effective. You must
4: clear up something
1: for us now. It's an old Coronation Street mystery, and I hope you'll be able to settle it for us.
4: Well, if I can hurry, I will try.
1: What happened to Gail Tilsley's chin? (laughs)
4: Feuds build up between particular characters. People fall out. Gail basically had a row with her chin and it stormed off the set. (laughs) Do you want to meet it? You haven't got it with you. Yeah, I've got it in this Tupperware box.
1: Let's have a look.
2: Hello. (laughs) I'm a chin. Oh, Sally can't wait. Listen, listen.
1: Listen, Chinny, for the sake of the viewers, go back to her. I don't
2: need her. I've got plenty of work. I've been working as a stunt chin for Jimmy Hill.
1: A rare interview there with Gail Tilsley's chin. Now, Now, Lynn. the thing to do, obviously, the most obvious thing to do, would be quite clearly to do some sort of Coronation Street spoof. So, let's get on with it right away. Oh, do we have to? I'll be Mavis. Alan, you can be Jack Duckworth. Martin, you can be Vera. Nana, you can be Bet. What's Name, you know, the part played by Julie, um, Julie, uh, Good year. Not bad, looking forward to oh. Christmas. <laughs> and Bert, you can be Alec Gilroy. You know, Alec Gilroy, the one who used to be in Rent-A-Ghost. <laughs> right, off we go! What's
3: that? Right, Mavis, what can I get you? I don't really know... <laughs>
0: Don't be so daft, ah, Jack, ah, Jack, ah, Jack, eh? All
2: right. (laughs) Richard. Jack, go and chase that barrel.
1: Yes. That, I wonder if I might have a word in private. (laughs) That's that's Gilroy, not Guinness.
0: (laughs) I beat Tilsley.
4: What the hell are you doing drinking here in the Rovers? I'll tell you one thing, Mike Baldwin. You can stuff your rotten job at that factory. Gail, get that babby. We're leaving. Nanny Ivy, Nanny Ivy.
3: <laughs> get back down that factory, or you're fired. do not you talking to my mother like that?
1: It's Chris Quentin.
3: <laughs> uh, Mum, uh, you haven't seen Gail's chin, have you? <laughs>
4: Our oh, Brian, what are you doing here? I thought you were dead.
2: Look <laughs> well, right, I'm dead. So are you, you daft cow. If
1: your old house needs haunting, just call Glen to Ghost.
0: Stop! I've got Harry. If anyone makes a move, I'll pull his trousers down. Um,
1: Martin! Don't do it! It's not worth it! Do as he says. Please don't embarrass me, Martin. How dare you play on his modesty, Martin? I've no argument with you, Alan. You always treated me fairly. Take your hand off my celebration Nibby perf snake belt. <laughs> what do you want from us?
0: I want 400 onions now. 400 onions? 300 in Spanish, 50 in Spring and 50 in Pickled. Now! All the trousers come down, <laughs> and the pants.
1: Oh. Harry, what shall I do? With Alan, the combination of the greenhouse is seven nine two
3: nine seven two two. James Horn to the rescue! It's James Horn, Nick and Me horn, you hider, he hill. Take that! (laughs) (laughs) If anyone's getting Harry's onions, it's me. (laughs) It's me, oh, Cathy, oh, come here. (laughs) There you are, Harry. Do the padlock back up on your belt. Your onions are zay. That
1: was quite a stunt, James.
3: Yes, Harry. I worked for the bungee jumping regiment of the RAF. We'd be dropped from a plane over Berlin and snatched someone's handbag on the way back up. It was brilliant. Lipstick, compact, travel packs of tissues.
5: <laughs> Listen,
3: Harrier, you shouldn't be keeping that quantity of loose onions in a greenhouse. May I suggest an offshore Swiss allotment? <laughs> Leave them with me and watch your onions grow. <laughs> oh, the bungee's is kicking in. Oh-ho!
1: Hey, Finsbury, have those pellets worked? Well, he's eating them. Aha! Look, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Little Annan's dead. Hooray! No more tapping. No more tapping. Hooray! Oh, what's this? Baby, I love you.
0: <laughs> That's the problem with some of these pellets. Some of the adopted people have developed resistance
1: to them. You're stuck with him, mate. I should never have listened to you, Finsbury Park. I should have known when you're trying to bump someone off, You can only really trust your own bare hands. (laughs) Oh well, maybe next year.
0: Harry Hill's Pellet Corner, written by and starring Harry Hill with Burt Kwok, Edna Dore, Al Murray, Martin Hyder, Matt Bradstock, Peter Serafinowicz, and our special guests, Lynn Perry and Chris Quentin. Music by Cliff Ranger and the Cliff Ranger singers with help from Monty. The producer is Phil Bowker.